The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. All the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, These fellow welcome sinners and eat with them. So he told them a parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what a woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamb, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found a coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God, over one sinner who repents. Then Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So the father divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in desolate living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine came, took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So, he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. The young man would gladly have filled himself with the pots that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare. But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So, he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, 
His father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And get the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field. And when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. The slave replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed a fatted calf, because he has got him back safe and sound. Then the elder son began, became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, Listen, for all these years, I have been working like a slave for you, and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes? You killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. A very long reading indeed, but never mind, the homily will be very brief, so you don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> now, Luke the Evangelist once recorded how Jesus was reprimanded for eating and drinking with tax collectors and sinners. And he responded to them, saying, I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. For me, this statement of Jesus summarizes my reflection for you this morning. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. In the gospel reading we've just heard, it was explicit that the scribes and Pharisees 
had no idea of the personality of Jesus and of his mission. Hence, they grumbled among themselves, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. And so to educate them, Jesus presented to them three parables with one message about lost things that were found. That is, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, which also many of us refer to as the prodigal son. And so in the first parable, Jesus talks about a lost sheep and a servant who goes looking for his sheep. And after he finds it, he rejoices with his friends. In the second parable, Jesus tells us about a woman who lost a coin and went in search of it. And when she eventually finds it, she throws a party that probably costs more than the worth of the coin that was found. And the last parable Jesus gave was the one we popularly refer to as the prodigal son. And sometimes I like referring to this parable as the prodigal brother or the parable of the loving father. And so with all these parables, Jesus tries to demonstrate to us and to demonstrate and to teach the scribes and Pharisees that like the shepherd in the first parable, like the woman in the second parable, and like the father in the third parable, God diligently seeks for all those who have gone astray, and whenever he finds them, or whenever they repent, there is always great joy. There is always happiness and rejoicing in heaven. But at this point, I would want us to recall the words of Isaiah in Isaiah 53, verse 6, which says, All we, like sheep, have all gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own will. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of all of us. St. Paul puts it clearly in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, when he says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us are all prodigal sons and daughters of God. There is no exception to this. And so even the scribes and the Pharisees, for me, they committed the sin of what I call religious pride. Because by their words and actions, they tried to demonstrate that they were holier than the Pope himself. And in the same breath, the elder brother, for me also, I want to say that the elder brother sinned because he refused to love his younger brother. He refused to accept his younger brother, and he refused to forgive his younger brother when he returned. But I think we must all emulate St. Paul in acknowledging that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners like you and I. And so one will actually imagine you know, a situation whereby the duty of the elder brother to reconcile the dispute between uh, the father and the younger one. But here was a, uh, the elder brother, instead of doing that, was like even trying to plant the seed of division. And it is a challenge to each and every one of us. We are encouraged to be agents of unity, to try to 
you know, preach unity, to try to propagate peace in our families and even in the parish and anywhere we tend to find ourselves and not to try to sow the seed of division or hatred. Now, interestingly, sometimes we may find ourselves all too often in the place of the elder son who does not want his father's mercy but justice. He told his father, I have served you all these years faithfully. I have been so committed, obeying your laws and all your demands and everything. And here it is, your, your younger brother or your son who had squandered all your property. And coming back, you are throwing a party for him. And I have served you diligently all these years. And you have never, you have never given me even a goat to celebrate with my friends. And sometimes this is what we tell God. God, give me what I deserve. I have been so faithful to you. I have been so committed, serving you all through my life. I have always attended masses. I have been praying, fasting. Why am I still like this? Why is my situation still like this? Why is my relationship not working? Why are things not working on well with me? Why is this sickness still disturbing me? We tend to tell God to give us our fair, a kind of a fair treatment. And each time we try to complain, each time we put that across to God, God, like the Father, keeps on telling us, Son, my daughter, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. We may also sometimes find ourselves too often in the place of the lost son or the prodigal son. We are told how he took his share of his father's inheritance and went to a distant country. And after squandering the wealth of his father, by the time came, he had a sober reflection of himself. And he said to himself, I must return to my father. And so he thought he could survive. He thought he could do it all alone without his father. He thought he could survive disconnecting himself from uh, his father. And that is a challenge to each and every one of us. Sometimes we may think that uh, we can succeed in life when we disconnect ourselves from the presence of God. When we disconnect ourselves from the household of God, we cannot survive, we cannot succeed, we cannot make progress. And that is what Jesus would tell us in, Jesus would tell us in John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will be a fruit. But if you cut off from me, you can do nothing. And so when we disconnect ourselves from the presence of God, like the prodigal son, we cannot make progress in life. But interestingly, we are told that uh, he recognized the fact that he cannot make it, disconnecting himself from his father. And so he did what? He returned to his father. And so, dear friends, this is also a lesson for each and every one of us. At this point in time, when we recover, when we remember that we have fallen short of the glory of God, what do we do? Do we remain in isolation or do we make effort 
to go back to our Father. And that is what the response to the responsorial psalm tells us this morning. I must arise and return to my Father. And the church has given us opportunity to reconcile to our Father, to reconnect to Him. And that is why we have the sacrament of reconciliation. And so we must ask ourselves, how many of us do take advantage of this sacrament of reconciliation? How many of us do take advantage of this sacrament? When the boy, the prodigal son, noticed he had sinned, when he realized he, can do, he can't do it alone, he said, I will arise and go back to my father and ask for forgiveness. And so we must learn from this prodigal son. Sometimes it is very hard for us to say, please forgive me. Sometimes also it is very hard for us to say, I forgive you. But this prodigal son, when he realized that he had offended his father, he went back to say, please forgive me. My dear friends, the many times that we have offended God, are we humble enough to come back to him to say, please, Father, I have sinned, forgive me. And many times we sin against ourselves. As a husband, as many times you sin against your wife, even as a wife, the many times you sin against your husband, are you humble enough to say, please forgive me? Even as parents, when we offend our children, are we humble enough to say, please forgive me? In the same breath, when people come to you asking for forgiveness, are you courageous enough or are you humble enough to say, I forgive you? When the prodigal son went back to the father to say, please, I have sinned, forgive me, we are told that the father saw him in a distance and ran to meet him and forgive him. In the same way, we are told how Moses pleaded on behalf of the Israelites, please forgive these people, they have sinned against you, and God forgave them. So when people come to us to ask for forgiveness, are we able to forgive them. The father was able to forgive the son without any hesitation. He saw the son coming back home and ran to meet him. And so we pray at this mass that the good Lord will give us that grace we need to recognize any time we fall short of the glory of God and to be humble enough to tell God to please forgive us. And to be humble enough also to tell our fellow brothers and sisters, please forgive us when we sin against them.